Hey everybody, how you doing? This is Bill Williamson, this is Silver and Black Pride, this is our podcast. Thanks for stopping by again, we're building something cool, I love it, you know how much I love it here. It is after 8 o'clock on the last day of June, see you June, thanks for nothing, the most boring June of my life. And Wake up tomorrow, God willing, creek don't rise, and say, come on July. Don't be the worst July we ever had. We got football to get to. And every day, we mention it on Silver and Black Pride, where I think you get the most Raider news anywhere, that it's every day there's something, some obstacle, you know. Today, it's the, there might be 75 or 80 players at camp instead of 90. Not that big a deal. You know, you know, I don't know if I remember 2011 and before that when 80 was the limit at the start of camp. So that was, you know, a decade ago. So it, it's not bad. Now, if you start at 75, eh, eh, it's a little tight. Because that first cut down, which was like four days before the, the, the last cut down, so like over a month into camp, is 75 players you got you you cut down to 75 so starting with 75 would be a little tough of course it's going to be tougher for undrafted free agents it's never easy uh, but this is going to be a weird year and i want to talk a little about this and mentioning it it's our lead of our morning silver minings or uh, daily links that we post at 7 a.m on the west coast every day every day um that some animal nfl teams are considering doing all the travel in one day. Fly out Sunday, fly home Sunday. No hotel stay. Peter King talked about this a couple months ago, broached it. Pro Football Talk today said that several teams are intending to do it. It can't be the Raiders. It just can't. I mean, if you look at their schedule, there's one game that they can really do this. And that's the Charger game in November. The game starts at 105. This is what that day would look like for the Raiders. They're going to want to land. I'm sure stadium, new stadiums in Inglewood, so they probably land in LAX, right? They will want to land LAX by 830, I bet. So leave Vegas about 730. That's by playing on that. So that's get the fellas up. Are they staying at their Are they staying at their house? Or are they staying at a hotel? If they staying at their house, it's even a little murkier. Fellas got to get up about five. Fellas got to get showered. Got to get over to the airport. It'd be a private entry. None of the players, you know, Vegas is cl- Vegas airport is close to Henderson, where all those guys are going to live. Some will live in Vegas, so it's not going to be a big issue. But still, you're going to have to wake up about 5. Get get loaded, get set, go about 7.30, right? Land around 8.30. Load up, get to the get to the stadium. Team's going to probably want to be there by 9.30 or so. Got to load up all the equipment. But the players could be on other buses. So get there. They'll probably get a, a police... Um, Escort. 
So leave Vegas 7.30. Up 5, leave Vegas 7.30. Get to land about 8.30. Get to stay about 9.30. Get dressed and get going. And there you are. It's game day. There you are. Get home by about 8. That's doable. It's doable once a year. It's not great. Players are going to be tired. But, you know, I, I want my players to sleep later than 5 o'clock. I, I want my players not to worry to get into the airport on game day. But it's doable. It's not great. In normal year, you wouldn't do it. Now, teams always fly home after the game, immediately after the game, whether no matter what time it is, Sunday night game, Thursday night game, whatever. Okay, so what's the Denver game? Now, you got to remember, the Denver game is January 3rd. It could be terrible weather there. So I don't know if you're planning to get out there uh, on a Sunday. I don't know if you can do that. You, you can plan it, but you may have to change it the last minute, and then you have to get a hotel, and that, and it's crazy, and you just don't want to do it. So I don't think that's doable at all. And that game starts at 225 Mountain Time. So, you know, they're going to, you'd have to, you'd want to get to that stadium. And the stadium is not close to the, the stadium is not close to the airport. If you've been in the Denver airport, it's way out there. You're going to want to land five hours before game time. That's 925 Mountain Time. That's 825 Vegas time. That means you're leaving at 6.30. That means your fellows are going to have to be up at 4. We've all had weird travel days, but we haven't had to play an NFL football game to do it. And then worry about the weather. And the weather's bad. You can't get there. Game's forfeited. You lose. Last game of the year. Maybe you cost you a playoff berth. That's not going to happen. And then the other six games are just, they're they're too far away. The Raiders have the fifth most travel in 2020, and they're going against the clock. You know, you're flying to different time zones. It's not possible. That one game is possible. So that's something that the Raiders are just not going to have to do. They're just going to have to stay in hotels. And, you know, I think teams in the middle of the country, like if you're in the – you know, north divisions, if you're in the east divisions a little bit, and if you're in the west, you know, you might be able to, like maybe the 49ers, just for example, can do Seattle and, and L.A. or vice versa, you know. But it's just not really going to work for the Raiders, and that's okay. I, I think I'd rather just say hell with it. I mean, we're playing this season. We're going to stay in a hotel, and, and we're just going to hope for the best. But it's just, it's just a an example of the obstacles that face teams. And, and every, I'm telling you, every day there's something new. I mean, we're supposed to get the NBA this month. We're supposed to get baseball this month. I hope so. But, you know, the biggest thing is, is the health of everybody. Everybody. So it's, it's, it's just interesting. Yeah. So you know what I like to do? I just like to talk about all the news and, and break it down. Uh Last week's, I think it was Bleach Report, said, did a thing on one player that every team in the league could trade. And the Raiders' choice from Bleach Report was Tyrell Williams. I don't think you do it this year. You need him. 
You know, you got young receivers. And now Brian Roy, excuse me, Brian Edwards is ready next year to be a starter. Yeah, yeah. I can see Ty unless Tyrell Williams has a great season. I could see him being traded or cut. Probably cut. Because, you know, that's what happens to most guys. Everybody tries to trade somebody, but probably cut. You know? Um, But I think you need him this year. Um, Las Vegas, one of the Las Vegas uh, hotels, casinos, the Westgate. They said, one one of their odds makers said, hey, we have Derek Carr's Season total yardage set over under at 3,305.5. So if he's gets 3,301, the over hits. And they said because we anticipate him not playing the whole season. They think that Marcus Mariota may take his job. I, I'm not in the business of telling people what to do with their money, and I'm not telling you what to bet. I would, I, if, if if I had to make that bet, I'd take the over. He's only missed that mark once in his career, and that was his rookie year, and he missed it by 30 yards. I I expect him to be the starter all year, unless he gets hurt. I really, I mean, and especially, you know, Marcus Mariota hasn't even worked out with his coaches yet. I mean, come on. Talking about Marcus Mariota, I found this interesting. You know, Cam Newton is... Uh, is New England Patriot. And I did a poll. I love doing polls on Silver and Black Pride. I love them. Get you guys involved. Help me learn more about you. Um, who would you rather have, Mariota or, or Newton? And I was surprised. The last time I looked, it was 75% in favor of Mariota. Now, the only way I think that could be is if Cam's still hurt. If Cam's not hurt, he's better than Mariota. He just is. He just is. If Cam's not hurt, he's better than Carr. So, I'd probably rather have Cam, but that's okay. He, and, and I'm fine with the Raiders going with Mariota. They they jumped on him at the beginning of free agency. That meant they were on him all offseason. As soon as they had their offseason plans, they wanted him. Cool. Love it. Go for it. Speaking of... Uh, 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 polls. I did a poll. It's rivalry week. The next two weeks at SB Nation. Want to know what team do you hate the most in the AFC West? And I said it's probably going to be. I, I think over the years, you know, I've covered this Raider Denver Bronco rivalry for sixteen years straight. I think they're a bit of. I think Raider most Raider fans I know. Would rather beat the Broncos than anybody. But I think the Chiefs are close. But I think the Chiefs kind of may get the edge because they're the best team right now. They're the team that won the Super Bowl. And so fans are most pissed at them and most want to beat them. And I get that. And it's probably, you know, the Chargers, you know, obviously you want to beat the Chargers, but it's probably not as heavy in, in the, the distaste because the Chargers, well, they've never won a Super Bowl. You guys are better than them most years. Hell, you, you have more fans than them at their own stadium. So I think that the bitterness with Denver and Kansas City is a little more. So as the last time I checked, I put that poll up today. You might want to check that out on SB Nation. Silver and Black Pride. Um, that 
the Chiefs were leading Denver by a little bit. So, and I get that. Uh, no Raider draft picks is signed. The Raiders have less cap room than they do rookie allotment money, which isn't great, but it's not that big a deal. They'll work it out. They'll get those guys signed. They'll get them signed. Don't worry. Our next podcast will be after the fact, so happy birthday to Mr. Al Davis. I believe he would be 91. He passed away. In, was he, Yeah, he passed away uh, nine years ago, right? So, uh, yeah. Um, so, happy birthday, Al. Definitely. There wouldn't be no Raider Nation if it wasn't for Al Davis, and that's the truth. Um, Raiders are talking to a had shown some interest in the kicker, uh, last name Masato. He would be the first NFL Japanese player, which would be cool. Another great tradition for the Raiders. Um, he told a newspaper that Raiders and Cowboys have some interest. Basically, they said, hey, we might look at you if our two kickers struggle in camp. Carlson or, El- or, or, or the kid from uh, Utah State was pretty good. Carlson struggled last year. But I also think that if these guys struggle, the Raiders will look at other kickers as well. But keep this guy in mind. It would be a great story. Jason LaCanfora of CBS Sports. See, I just throwing out stuff. I love just throwing out tidbits. I love talking tidbits. I love it. My goal is to make you the smartest Raider fans in the nation. You guys can't get every information. You can't. You have jobs. You have lives. Well, my job is getting Raider information. So I like passing around. So this is your chance to catch up. And it's tidbits. And I hope, I guess I want to make you smarter. I want to entertain you. If you like me or not, I don't care. Don't care. But I want to, I want to make you a smarter Raider fan. Um, he said that Jason Lockefeller, Derek Carr, at this point, he is what he is, and he's just going to be a short pass, check down guy with a high completion percentage, but low scoring. Is that unfair? Is, is, is it a little harsh? It may be a little harsh. Maybe a little harsh. But, I mean, that's what he was last year. But let's see. Let's get Rugs in there. Let's get Bowden in there. Let's, you know, let's move the chains. And let's continue to move the chains in the red zone. I mean, I think Grubbs is a good fit for Carr. Because Carr does pretty nice on the slants. And Ruggs is going to do that. Just and He's just not going to go flying down the field. He's just not going to be that guy. He's going to do slants and they're going to open up the playbook. And they're going to catch some of these. They, they really are. I did a, another poll. Boy, poll crazy here at Silver and Black Pride. Will Derek Carr be a career Raider? And most people said yes. I was surprised by that because you know what? Most players, most quarterbacks, no matter where they are, aren't career one-teamers. The best quarterbacks in Raider history are not. They played at other teams. Kenny Stabler, Raiders are his first team, won a freaking Super Bowl. Ended up playing with the Saints and the Oilers. You know, Rich Gannon and, and Jim Plunkett had their great Raider success after being in other places. 
So it's very rare. It's very rare. So, you know, we'll see, but I don't know. I mean, it, it, it's, 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 it's a tough thing. It's, a, it's an interesting question. It really is. Um, what else? Max Crosby participated in the Von Miller pass rush camp. All the big ones. I think that's a great honor for Max. I think. I'm not sure. I think it was done virtually. I think it was. Um, but that's still a great thing for him. Great thing. I mean, Max is going to be one. Of the, he's he's a stud. He's a stud. Enjoy Max Crosby. You haven't had that many great players in recent years that you can really put around and say, that's my guy. I'm definitely getting that guy's jersey. I'm getting that guy's jersey in every color we have. And there ain't many of them because you guys are great traditionalists. And I love that. But there's a few of them. You got a few of them now, I think. You, you really do. Um... R.I.P. to uh, former Raider coach Joe Bugle passed away this weekend. Former offensive line coach, former head coach of the Raiders. R.I.P. to him. Our condolences to his family. You know, I, I think that's our show, guys. Um, I think we got a lot done today. I think we got a lot of tidbits. Hope I made you smarter. If not, we'll try next week. And during the season, we're going to do this twice a week. So having a lot of fun. Appreciate you. This is Bill Williamson. This is Silver and Black Pride. Check out the site every day. We got you covered every day. doesn't matter if it's a season, in season, not. We, we get it done. So appreciate you. Have a great day. Be safe. Have a great 4th of July. Do as much as you can. But be safe. Be smart. And uh, take care. See ya.